And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We have returned with another Greenlight Review. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we are going to discuss now the mm-hmm. film Elizabeth, The Golden Age. Right. It stars Kate Blanchett, and this is a sequel to the 2000 movie that she did called Elizabeth, mm-hmm. for which she was nominated for an Oscar. Well, it made her a star. It did make her a star, and she is very, very good in this one, too. Mm-hmm. Also returning is Jeffrey Rush, who plays Sir Francis Walsingham. Her trusted advisor. Her trusted advisor. And we also have Samantha Morton playing Mary Stewart, Queen mm-hmm. of Scots. Mm-hmm. Abby Cornish, a very beautiful blonde young lady who is kind of the romantic character opposite Sir Walter Raleigh, played here with Teeth Bared by Clive Owen. Yeah, he's quite the lusty fellow, isn't he? He is a very lusty fellow. This story begins in the year 1585. Elizabeth has now been queen for some time. She is being threatened by Spain. Spain is a Catholic country. Elizabeth is a Protestant queen. That's part of it. But I think the other part of it is, back then, Spain wants that territory. For sure. And she's just a girl, Philip thinks. So he's going to come after her. And that's what the film is all about. Unfortunately for me, Anne, there was not enough in here to move me emotionally. I sat and I enjoyed the acting. I certainly enjoyed the costumes. They're breathtaking. They are just amazing. But for some reason or other, Mm -hmm. nothing happened in this film that moved me along. Well, I don't think that's an ill-advised comment, Liz. (laughs) I think that part of the problem is that Kate Blanchett is a ferocious actress. She can emote better than anybody currently working today. I think that a part like this really restricts her because she's wearing, you know, all these beautiful costumes and elaborate hairstyles with all kinds of tiaras and feathers and all kinds of wonderful things woven into her locks. She always wears a different red wig. Exactly. But because she is Elizabeth, and that means that she is a royal, she cannot ever really show her true heart and her true feelings. Therefore, any of the scenes that she has with Clive Owen, and there are several, are somewhat hampered because she has to keep him at a distance. She can never truly reveal her heart. Now, I'm not saying that she doesn't. They use a lot of substitutions in this movie that are supposed to fill in for romance, like both of them horseback riding at a hugely wonderful gate. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that that has a lot to do with the lack of sensuousness between the two of them, although I must say, Clive Owen gives it his best, and he is amazing. I loved him when he would be describing his exploration of the New World to Elizabeth, and she was mesmerized by his adjectives and the way he described things. And, of course, when he brings her a gift from the New World, it's potatoes. But she thinks it's the most sensual thing she's ever seen. Right. Well, this has a lot of wonderful moments in it, but I think that the romance between the two is hampered because of the relationship between a royal and a commoner. It just wasn't going to happen. And I think possibly because of that, Anne, I couldn't get emotional about this film. I mean, let's face it, I knew how it was going to end. Right. (laughs) So I was really looking for the personal side of it, which does come across in the earlier film with Kate Blanchett. Both these films, by the way, were directed by Shekhar Kapoor Mm -hmm. and written by William Nicholson and Michael Hurst. And there's another problem with this movie, Les. I think that Kate Blanchett wants to make Elizabeth a vulnerable creation. But what goes wrong here is that her passion for her people 
is compromised in this screenplay by her passion for Sir Walter Raleigh. Half the time when she's having her tantrums, we don't know whether she's mad because she might not be able to have a relationship with Sir Walter or she's mad because she might lose the crown. That kind of confusion creates a problem for the audience. So she can't really appear as a vulnerable queen. And when she does, it's almost as though you don't want her to do that. You want her to maintain her dignity. And when she drops off that pedestal for a couple of moments, I was uneasy about it. I feel exactly the same way when the ambassador from Spain Mm -hmm. tells her to beware of the hurricane that is going to tear down her pride, and she screams back of him, there's a wind in me too, and look out. Yeah, come on. She does it in a very frightened way, I thought, and I didn't like that. I thought, wait a minute, we're supposed to really admire Elizabeth and care about her, and it looks like she is really falling off the pedestal Mm -hmm. and into the ocean. Mm -hmm. So I didn't like that part of it. I think probably she was directed that way, and she did it very, very beautifully. I love Kate Blanchett. I do, too. I've loved everything that she's done. She may get an Oscar nomination for this. There's been a lot of buzz about that. Here's what the movie is for me. It's a great fashion show, as you pointed out, Les. The sets are beautiful. There's some interesting cinematography in the war scenes with the English Navy fighting the Spanish Armada. I know some of it's computer-generated, but I think the underwater sequences were very fulfilling and unusual. Beautiful to look at. It's not an R-rated film. In fact, it's a very family-oriented film. You're right. And I think that there are some things in this film that do not follow history, but how many historical films have we seen over our lifetime that didn't follow everything? Yeah, I'm with you on this, Les. I think they took tremendous chances with this screenplay. I think they really created a fantasy historical epic. There is no sense of truth in this film. I cannot believe for one minute that Elizabeth I and Sir Walter Raleigh had a night of stolen kisses. I just don't buy that at all. The other thing is that (laughs) Sir Walter Raleigh, we know for a fact that he never was in that battle with the Armada, but of course we see Clive Owen climbing and jumping off ships and and swimming underneath with the horses. The other star in this movie, and I want to talk about her for a second, is Abby Cornish. She plays young Bess, the woman that Sir Walter Raleigh eventually marries. Yes. This is a real star on the horizon. I think she is gorgeous. And she's very, very good in the part. And we should talk about Jeffrey Rush, too. Jeffrey Rush, he's so good in everything that he does. Right. He always remembers that she's the queen and he can't tell her what to do, but how he tries to talk her into things. He does it with great strength and great beauty. I did like him a lot. I liked everybody. Actually, the casting is wonderful in the movie. It was the screenplay that took too many liberties with history. It became such a far-fetched presentation that after a while, you just kind of went, oh, come on. There is another scene in where Elizabeth is going to lead her men into battle, and she's in armor, and she's on top of this beautiful white horse, and she couldn't hold it still. Shades of (laughs) Russell Crowe. Yes, it kept turning around and around. She kept turning her back to the camera and then turning around to speak to us, even though the horse was looking the other way. They should have got a better horse. Fire that horse. (laughs) You know, we're lucky to have a Kate Blanchett working in the cinema today. This woman has got everything that a great actress needs, including that magnificent voice. When she speaks, you really stop in your tracks. She is that good. She's that powerful a presence. She could even take this movie and make it, well, for me, she made it into a truly strong yellow light, yellow golden light, if you will. 
I'm giving it a yellow too, Anne. Hey, I'm a guy. I understand that a lot of women are going to love this film more than I did. I just can't give it a green because I didn't feel anything about it except admiration from a distance. Sure. So, two yellow lights from Anne Elder and myself for Elizabeth the Golden Age, directed by Shekhar Kapoor, a sequel to the 2000 film Elizabeth. This one stars Clive Owen, Abby Cornish, Samantha Morton, the wonderful Jeffrey Rush, and the luminous Kate Blanchett as Queen Elizabeth I the called first. her the Pop-Tart of the court set. <laughs> oh, I like that. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling-Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.